Yo, dudes, dudettes, nerds, and geeks, it's Lloyd Kuso here. Um, today I'm going to be giving you a ranking of the best episodes, well, the best episode from each season of the 2004 The Batman animated TV series. Um, if you have not seen this, um, I would say maybe don't listen to this if you haven't seen it because there's definitely going to be some spoilers. However, I'll try to keep the spoilers to a minimum. If people who haven't watched it do want to watch this, just listen to this just to see if this is some if the Batman is something they would want to watch. I will be going through each season, uh, presenting up to two candidates for the best episode of that season, um, judging it by my three categories of judgment. Mature themes, character growth, and originality. Um, some seasons only have one candidate, um, and this is because ultimately I couldn't think of another episode in the season that could really compete. So I will be going through starting with season one once I have listed all of the candidates and the reasons why they are on my list. Then I will give you my ranking, starting with see, starting with the fifth best, then fourth, third, second, and then number one, the best episode of the series. All right. So a few rules going into this. I will be trying to not let my personal bias of what I believe to be the best episode or even the best parts of the show interfere with the judging. I will try my best to stick to just mature themes, character growth, and originality for the categories of why this episode is worthy of becoming the best or fifth best or whatever on the list. So starting with season one, the, candidate, the candidates are the Clayface of Tragedy, which is the season one finale, and Traction. I would say I'll give you five seconds if you haven't seen it and you don't want to hear mild spoilers, then maybe click out of this. Um, I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, and one. All right, from here on out will be spoiler territory. All right, so the clay face of tragedy. As far as mature themes go, I'd say the dark and tragic series finale deals with a very... Specific type of problem. This is every metahuman or mutant's nightmare in Marvel or DC that their powers emerge and they get seen as the monster and the public tries to shame them and turn them into the villain. So the plot of this episode is following the fallout of the rubber face of comedy, which is the second to last episode of the first season. Uh, Ethan Bennett, the detective who is a supporter of Batman, but also charged with bringing him in, gets affected by the weird mist thing that uh, the Joker uses to turn things into a rubbery putty consistency, and he turns into Clayface. So, yeah, it's... He goes through a lot of problems throughout this episode dealing with his initial transformation his feeling of betrayal from his friends 
and the fact that his friends don't know that he turned into Clayface, and they think Clayface hurt him or killed him or something, and so he feels betrayed and eventually sort of becomes a very tragic villain. Um, the character growth in this episode, it it builds a lot upon Ellen Yen and, e- and Ethan Bennett's friendship, uh, as well as the fact that um, character growth doesn't exactly mean that the character has to grow into a good person or a good character. They could grow into a bad person. Growth just means you grow. It's not It's not good or bad. So, since he grows into a villain, this is a good example of a character growing into something they don't want to. Uh, as far as originality, the shock, the the initial shock of Ethan becoming Clayface is not only shocking to viewers who have never read the comics, but to comic book fans, they know that Ethan Bennett was created for the show, and the original Clayface in the comics was an was an actor who went crazy named Basil Carlo. So this in this transformation and the reveal of Clayface is both a surprise to viewers who don't know practically anything about the comics and to viewers who know a lot about the comics. So props there. All right, moving on to the second candidate for the best episode of season one, we've got Traction. Um, It's got this standard mature themes that go alongside Batman's origin, so, you know, dark and tragic, trauma, stuff like that. Um, And then it builds on the relationship between Batman and Alfred and their father-son sort of relationship. Um, so that's, that's the character growth there. Um, the episode's interesting setup is mainly why I listed this as a candidate. The originality for introducing, uh, Batman's origin in this way, seeing as how the first two episodes, uh, the Bat and the Belfry and, um, what was it, Cobblepot, something or another? Well, anyway, the first two episodes don't tell Batman's origin story. Um, that is told in the third episode, uh, through flashbacks. So, Batman is becoming a problem to a lot of criminals, and so, uh, Bane gets hired to take Batman out as sort of a mercenary assassin. Um, Bane fights Batman at the beginning of the episode. Bruce gets injured really bad, and then Alfred has to pick him up and get him out of there. Um, and so he's unconscious, and the dreams he has while he's injured are flashbacks that tell his origin story from his point of view as he struggles with wondering if he made the right choice in becoming Batman. It's a very interesting way to tell his origin story, seeing as how we get two episodes to initially establish background characters and then Batman himself. But then we get to the third episode, and now we learn this version of his origin story, which is not that different from most. Um, Alright, so, moving on to season two, our candidates are Strange Minds, and honestly, there aren't any other candidates for the best episode of season two. So, but the reason this is on here, I'm going to list the the... 
judgment categories anyway. Um, one, journeying into the Joker's mind, as, as well as the psychological struggle that Batman faces within the Joker's psyche, is dark, to say the least. So that's, what, that's the mature themes there. Um, not as dark as um, the clay face of tragedy, though. So, uh, Two, the um, character growth. This shows Batman and Ellen's partnership isn't just for work purposes. Honestly, Bruce needs a friend in his life to keep him grounded. Because uh, when he's out in the field, he even though he can contact and talk to uh, Alfred via comms, he needs someone right by him to help keep him grounded and on the right on the right path and making sure he doesn't go all anti-villain or anti-hero or whatever. Um, this is also what, uh, what his relationship with Robin and Batgirl is like later on. They help keep him grounded and make sure he doesn't, you know, just go bad. Because Batman has struggled with the darker sides of vigilantism in the past in both this continuity and other continuities. Okay, so um, the premise in and of itself is unique. Um, so the originality is, well, pretty much the entire episode, seeing as how going inside the Joker's mind, I'm not sure if they've done that in the comics. I mean... The comics, there's a lot of comics, so I'm pretty sure maybe they've probably done that. But this, the way they handle it is pretty interesting. And it was, an, I'm pretty sure it was an original premise at the time. So that, that was cool. So I guess not too much originality, I guess, uh, compared to other episodes on this list. Okay, season three has uh, only one candidate as well. And that is Gotham's Ultimate Criminal Mastermind. Um, this episode features the typical mature themes that go hand-in-hand -hand with android villains. Even if they don't explore them to the fullest. Like, the, let's say they almost explore it as much as Ultron in Avengers Age of Ultron. So, not like to the extent that... Other shows have explored this, or other uh, books or movies, um, but it was explored pretty well, so, eh, it did a good job. Um, as far as uh, character growth, I think the one of the many things that the 2004's The Batman um, does well, and what sets it apart from other Batman TV shows, is its very large focus on detective work. And this this episode demonstrates this very well as we see uh, as this show sees a young Batman as he becomes the world's greatest detective and we get to see his different detective adventures that lead him to becoming the world's greatest detective and this being one of them. Also, the originality of seeing seeing as how this robot supervillain um was to to my knowledge invented for this show and this episode, it, it, it that's pretty high originality. <clears throat> Alright, on to season four. So for season four, I have listed two different candidates. 
So we have Strange New World and A Matter of Family. So Strange New World, this episode honestly doesn't have very many mature themes that that deserve highlighting here. I mean, there are mature themes in this episode, but not to the extent of others on this list. So it's it's okay in that department, but it's not best. Um, however, it does deal with mature themes in regards to zombie storylines, I guess, because that's sort of the premise of Strange New World. Okay, and then uh, character growth. This episode focuses heavily on the growth of the Bat family's current members. Uh, Bruce learning to trust Barbara Gordon more, as well as looking out for his adoptive son, Robin. And Robin and Batgirl learning to cooperate as they both sort of compete for Batman's seal of approval. Um, three. The, the, the originality is the twist. There's a twist to this episode. I won't say what the twist is for spoiler reasons. I'm trying to keep mild spoilers in this listing. Um, but if you've seen the show and seen this specific episode, you know what the twist is. And it is a darn good one. Alright, so moving on to the second candidate for season four's best episode, A Matter of Family. Um, so all the mature themes in this episode are... They're the mature themes you'd expect from Dick Grayson's origin story. Because this is, this is the origin story of Robin in this episode. So, I mean, not... They're not new mature themes to explore for Robin, but they are the mature themes that they usually do. So, I don't know. I think, honestly, Strange New World might have done more mature themes in that episode than in this. But, I'll, I don't know. Maybe. Um, as far as character growth, we see Bruce finally accepting the help of a sidekick. Um... And the originality, honestly, this episode doesn't capitalize on originality. And that's part of why it's one of my favorite episodes. However, due to originality being a focus of this listing, it might be a reason for this to not be on the listing. But that said, the fact that this is one of... So, this is one of the most accurate adaptations of Robin's origin, if not the most accurate. It, it, it sticks pretty close to the comics uh, from from the initial like death and the identity of his parents' killer to the Robin code name coming from his mother saying that when she sees him on the trapeze, she thinks he looks like a little Robin. It's, that's where his code name comes from in the comics, and that's where his code name comes from in this episode. And it's not his actual real name or something, or something like that, like from The Dark Knight Rises. No offense to that movie. I love that movie. It's one of the best DC movies of all time, but it's just, that's not where the Robin code name comes from. Alright, season five. There's only one candidate here because, in my opinion, and to be honest, most fans probably have a similar opinion, season four and seasons one and two are the highlight of the show. Season 3 is okay. Season 5 is not the best. 
And there's really only one episode that sticks out as pretty good. And that's The End of the Batman. Um, the plot is essentially that, you know, two vigilantes show up that are essentially counterparts for Batman and Robin. However, they are evil. Named Wrath and Scorn. And so, Batman and Robin have to take them on. And when both of them, both teams, learn the identities of the other, then the conflict then gets more intense, leading to a climactic showdown that is really cool. Alright, so, not very many mature themes in this episode, but like I said, this is one of the only episodes in the final season that really sticks out as being pretty good and unique. Um, as far as character growth, we see more of Bruce and Dick's um, father-son relationship growing and becoming cooler and better and stuff. So that's that's great. Um, season so season five doesn't really it doesn't really capitalize on all the highlights of the show like the other seasons do. No offense to season five, it's great, but it's not great, great. So. There's not much to be listed here on each of these points. Like, not very mature, not very many extremely mature themes. The only character growth is really the relationship between Bruce and Dick. And the only originality is honestly Wrath and Scorn. They were invented for the series. And I guess that's its one big point for the end of Batman. Not very extremely mature, and it really only focuses on a few characters as far as character growth, and Wrath and Scorn were invented for the series, so that's the originality. Okay, so with that all out of the way, now I can give the final ranking. Starting with number five, we've got Gotham's Ultimate Criminal Mastermind. Now, numbers five and four were hard because... These two were kind of the least best on the list. But ultimately, I put Gotham's Ultimate Criminal Mastermind at the bottom for the reason that they don't fully explore what they should explore when doing an android villain. And the detective work, while that's great for character development of Batman, sort of, it, it, the detective work is present in the entire series, so it's not a specific highlight to that episode. And the really only good point of interest for the judging for this episode was the robotic supervillain being original to the episode and to the show. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Alright, coming in at number four, we've got... The End of Batman, which, like I said, it really only gets two points as far as the categories of, judge of judgment. We've got Bruce and Dick's relationship as father and son growing, and we've got Raft and Scorn being invented for the series. Um, number three. First of the top three, we got The Clayface of Tragedy. So, it's the first really amazing episode of the show. While seasons one and two are fan favorite seasons, season five, or no, season th four, sorry, season four has some of the best and un most amazingly unique episodes. So as much as 
seasons one and two are fan favorites when solely analyzing the when solely analyzing the categories that I have listed, then it really makes it in at number three, which is not bad. It's it's in the middle. All right, so then we've got Strange Minds coming in at number two. Strange Minds is a great episode. It, it, it explores more of the sort of almost romance between Batman and Ellen Yin. It also explores Batman's inner struggle and fighting his own inner demons and the fact that the Batman and, and Joker are both part of, partly insane, honestly. Batman has probably got a lot of mental problems, if you really think about it. And journeying into the Joker's psyche, we see a lot of... Yeah. It's very... Uh, weird but suffice to say um the psychological focus on the episode as well as the um relationship between batman and ellen yin and the premise being an extremely unique premise it it comes in at a good uh number two now finally number one the best episode of the batman due to the categories that I am focusing on. So, other rankings are probably going to be different. I've got Strange New World. So, like I said, Season 5, or Season 4, sorry, Season 4 and 5 are kind of one big arc, but they're separated. Season 4 has got a lot of the most unique episodes. Um, these episodes being... Um, Strange New World, Artifacts, and, um, what was that title? Strange New World, Artifacts, and then, what was it, Seconds, Minutes? It was, let's see, Seconds, which has a different version of the Clock King, and that one was a really, really, really good episode. It's very interesting and unique. However, when it comes down to it, um, it did not make the cut for Candidate. So, yeah, we've also got some good episodes in here, being the joining parts one and two as the finale, introducing Martian Manhunter. So, yeah, season four has some of the most well-done episodes of the series. And I am glad to say that I did not choose my favorite episode when I went for the best episode. Seeing as how my favorite episode is the Robin origin story, A Matter of Family, because Dick Grayson's my favorite member of the Bat family, not gonna lie, he's Nightwing is amazing, but I had to go with Strange New World because it gets... A plus on all three categories. We got the mature themes that go with zombie storylines and the whole virus thing that goes around in the episode. We've got a good and heavy focus on the Bat family as it stands in, in the episode. And the fact that um, Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson argue a very large amount of the time however they managed to balance it out with 
both of theirs need to do the right thing and help Batman save the world and stuff, or or just Gotham. Um, and then, as far as originality, the, the, the twist ending. I mean, I'm not going to say what the twist was, but it was amazing. It was well done. And it, when you rewatch the episode knowing the twist, you can see every every clue to it. Every single clue. Like, if, if you're a Gravity Falls fan, and you watch the whole series, then you watch it through again, and you can see in every episode, there's always a clue to something that happens in the, fi- in the, the final... The final episodes, it's just writing a story that has a twist ending. But when you look back, it's not a twist because it's always been that way. That's a really hard to write thing. And in writing it in, in an understandable and very amazing way is very, very, very hard to do. So, so props to whoever wrote this episode... Um, it is one of the, one of the most, it's one of the best episodes of the, both the Batman and Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans anime that came out before the complete travesty that is Teen Titans Go, and the complete mockery that is Titans. Sorry, Titans fans, if you're listening, uh... You can like it, it's fine, it's just... I like Elseworlds stories as much as the next guy, and turning heroes dark and doing darker renditions of characters. I love that. But... It's just not for me. And it doesn't feel like the Teen Titans. And, I mean, at least they separate it by giving it another name. But I'm off topic. That's that's not the point of the episode. But... This episode is meant to focus on the top five episodes of the Batman. And Strange New World comes in at number one with flying colors on all three categories. Next episode, I will be focusing on the top... Hold on, how many were there? Is it top five or top ten? Let's see. Let me look this up. I'll be focusing on ranking character deaths in fiction by my favorite. I won't be ranking it by anything that is... I'll be ranking it by my favorite stuff, so I can't really say that this is the ultimate ranking. Okay, top 13. I knew it was an odd number. Top 13 most emotional character deaths to me as a viewer. On specifically in TV shows, so I won't be including stuff like, like you know, um, Endgame. I'm not gonna say who dies in that because if you haven't seen it, don't know why you wouldn't have not would not have seen it. But if you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna say. But yeah, so I will be ranking all of the top thirteen most emotional character deaths to me in my next episode. So keep an eye out for that. And as always. Stay awesome.